0: So hi, all, welcome to episode 22 of the Game Week Navigators. I'm Erica and as usual, I have some with me. Yeah, Game Week 11, right? Interesting. We have this man right on our screens laughing at us, purely those who have not kept any game. I think this is a lesson that I failed to learn again, yet again. So
1: uh, yeah, even I felt yes. it was a very interesting thing, right? I'm very difficult to, uh, you know, oversee Watkins, but uh, I'm happy I had him, uh, you know, my points, my game week tally looked a bit better, but every time he scored, it was still a rank drop, you know, it was not exact, ha- exactly happiness.
0: <laughs> yes,
1: uh, <laughs> we'll discuss on it more as we
0: go in depth in the stream. So we'll start with our talking points for this particular episode, we're obviously going to look at the transfer trails, a little bit in brief. we look at Game Week 11 fixtures. Then, obviously, we'll, we have compiled a bit of good number of dilemmas for this week. And uh, we'll look at captaincy. I think something is setting stone for most of us. We know who's going to be the captain. There may be a few other options also worth considering. And we look at our first teams. So, without uh, delaying it, let's look at the trends for this week. Obviously, we have Eddie, Eddie at top. I think we have Embergo, who I got rid of in my game week 9 wildcard who punished most of the sellers over the last two weeks. Then it is, I think uh, Anderson has moved up, Douglas Lewis, I think Son is at the bottom at the moment. Uh, so, uh, pretty interesting bunch of names here we have. And uh, in terms of inch, and we look at the outs are straightforward with Esaiky, Kudogi. Otegaard, I will I'll. I'll probably ask about the reason behind it. Neto and Estudiar obviously will die. So, what are your thoughts on these trends?
1: I mean, Eddie, I'm a bit surprised. I mean, he did score a hat-trick, but it feels like more like the casuals, you know, running the show. Because we are up against uh, Newcastle uh, away. It's a very very tough match. I don't even know for sure if Eddie starts because I have a slight feeling that you know Kai Havertz might come in just to give us that extra physicality in the air to help us win duels etc. Right, so a bit surprised that Eddie. It's not like you know he's a uh, very expensive. Ideally, you'll be downgrading someone to get uh, Eddie. Right? So uh, surprised there. Mbomo. I mean, I I have a lot of regret. I kept him so long. I just wanted to see him out for that Burnley match and then. Every match is giving us points. I mean, it hurts a lot. Uh, but it feels like he's a good uh, you know, asset after all. There were a couple of games there where Brentford looked very dicey. They were not going for MBMO properly. But now they look back again. Good coaching, uh, right? Douglas Lewis. Uh, I mean, I don't know what people are doing. Uh, either I'm not following this uh, season properly, <laughs> right? And uh, my rank explains it, or else, uh, you know, people have gone crazy. Uh, but Sun and Anderson, uh, they are pretty good long term assets. Um, and the fact that Sun keeps scoring, you know, hurts you every time. So that makes sense. But uh, pretty surprised by some of the names there. Uh, talking about Martin Odegaard from Arsenal, uh, I have him. Uh, I was very surprised that. bench i was really expecting a good good haul from the match so hurt a bit but can not do anything i mean there are going to be odd resting i think arteta also hinted at it a bit during the pre-game week last time i i saw it and i was hoping that it's not you know this week i was hoping it's carabao but it seems there's a small injury as well slight hip injury which ensured that he got rested or benched you know whatever you say but he came back yesterday night uh, he played last 10 15 minutes, I think, for for the Carabao Cup. He scored a goal as well. Uh, so I think he'll be starting the Newcastle match. And we had happy memories from him uh, against Newcastle last season. So let's see.
0: Yes, yes, I do remember. I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, the, the long shots, pretty much people will say from outside the box, the amount of attempts he had. Uh, yeah. a- anyways, uh, trends so are pretty much straightforward. Mbomo em- is somewhat that. I've seen a lot of people regretting saying I kept him throughout those phase where he completely gave me two one pointers, and now as soon as I remove him, he gives double digit, consecutive double digit points. So,
1: uh, I think it's that honest, kind of a season. I think it's a season of regrets, whether we like it or not. Yeah, season of regrets. But,
0: yeah. uh, we can't keep regretting. Let's look ahead, <laughs> which is more important. We look at KB11 fixtures and. Um, the first game, the early kick-off is Fulham. They take on a very uh, poor Manchester United. And uh, then we have a couple of interesting games throughout the course of this week. Obviously, we have Spurs against Chelsea, Newcastle against Arsenal and a bit pro- fair, fair much to say the least. These, these are the two probably big games of this week. And uh, there were a few other options there from other teams pretty good fixtures and hopefully we can turn it around for those who have regrets. So what are your thoughts on these fixtures and any players you're looking to get in or
1: uh, I think there are two matches which everyone will be looking at purely from FPL point of view, Like right? Luton is hosting Liverpool I, and uh, David Nunes scored a wonderful goal yesterday night. So I think there will be a lot of transfers coming in for David Nunes, right? Salah Nunes combination, and then you have city Bournemouth, North, right? So all the eyes will be there, as many attackers, people who are, I think, making transfers, they are making transfers for the attackers of the, either of these two teams. I don't think I, you should be you know making a transfer for any other team this game week right so that's where all eyes are and let's see how it goes i, I i'm looking to just uh, you know save my t- ft i don't know whether it's a great decision uh, i can bring in another uh, you know striker but i just feel it makes sense for example if you have to sell forward you have to sell someone like watkins it's just after one black doesn't make sense see him out for another 4-5 weeks last time I sold him he went on a run so it's just a season of regrets so uh, I have to this time I've decided I'm not going to do anything I've decided not to take any further hits enough of hits every time I take a hit I feel like my new track you know guys match the old guys that's all you know that's the best possible scenario and minus 4 is minus 4 so I've decided not to take any hit I'll save my transfer and I'll just have a look at but uh, one one team i'm also interested to look at is wolves uh, Neto got injured and i think it's a short term injury as he himself shared over instagram uh but still i want to see how does wolves look without Neto, and you know someone like uh he Chuang, right so these are can we go there right it's, uh, that's a cheap alternative can we take it uh, would be good to see and then a lot of eyes are on Burnley now taking on Crystal Palace. This this target Burnley thing, which is now getting stronger and stronger, I think this will be a good test because Palace are not really scoring against anyone. And if they score even against Burnley, then you just have to look at, you know, can we attack Burnley every week? Yes, uh,
0: with a lot of good games, we also have uh, Everton playing Brighton. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what Everton do, because we've seen so far this season, Everton are doing their best to, you know, uh, put their step in front and try to score aggressively. Scoring goals. Even against Liverpool, we saw them despite going to 10 men, uh, managing to put up a show, but eventually ending up losing. And uh, that's going to be a very good game to watch. I think one of the game, other games that I really I want to see what is going to happen is Fulham against United, obviously, for all the wrong reasons. Because I uh, think uh, we will address the elephant in the room straight away. Uh, I, I don't know in terms of United what is going on. I I think over the last few weeks, even I have been chasing Game Week 8 or so that uh, I'm not convinced with any United player. Maybe don't go. Then I said Hoyland or Bruno. Then ended up saying Hoyland. And uh, now it looks like no one is probably the right answer.
1: And yeah, uh, I mean, United City looked extremely, extremely poor. Uh, I I thought these are the games which United have been able to take advantage of somehow magically, right? At home, they do those counters and they, take, uh, they score goals for sure. But United just don't look like scoring. And they have good players. Uh, they have players who are getting cheaper every day. But I think we have reached a point where you just have to wait and see them scoring for a week or two. Before jumping, even one week I might not jump. Even if they score this week, you know, two goals, I'm like, okay, let's wait another week and see if it's getting true. Uh, because there are a lot of fixtures that you can actually target from a United point of view, but you need to see what's happening, right? What's happening? You know, do you have any inside news?
0: Unfortunately, I, I, I this tech changed completely in the way.
1: I think. Uh,
0: what we'll do is let's let's go to the next uh, topic. That's our dilemmas because one of our dilemmas is definitely regarding United. So I'm going to take the second one at the moment, the second dilemma for this week, and then we will go we'll talk in the remaining ones in brief. So, so here's the question to frame it: Is that which Merited player, if any, should I consider purchasing for the upcoming three favourable fixtures? Now let's look at the three favourable fixtures which are rather bigger and we play Fulham, Luton, and Everton. Guess good, good games on paper. That's it. No, paper. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going wrong. Seriously, whether this... Uh, uh, like typical, we are seeing the same drama that's been happening over the past decade or so. No? And uh, it's like the same cycle where you've got a new manager, you play for a season, uh, second season, third season syndrome. And, it's happening second season right away itself, and uh, as you showed, it's like uh, some of the players maybe are throwing them I money, mean, is throwing 10 out of the bus. I really don't know what's going on. Some players are looking lethargic. This impression, Asher has get, uh, so
1: get back, it feels it's a bad lot like, like uh, emery second season to me, right? Uh, for Arsenal. Right. Uh, we, we we started that season never expecting that, you know, Emery will be sacked because he had done really well. He had just missed out on top four unlike like, uh, you know, Ten Hag, but uh, that was a great season, right. Uh, he took us to, again, uh, I think Europa League final, uh, right, and we, uh, we missed top four by one point. I think we might have scored even like 70 odd points, a lot of points, but somehow we missed. And then, uh, you know, getting into the next season, there was a lot of positivity, etc., etc., and there was like 0% expectation that Emery will be sacked. But as and when the weeks kept going deeper, right, uh, the performance just didn't pick up. The players just stopped turning up, like you said. You know, At some point of time, it's like this relationship is not working. Do you feel that's the stage you guys are going to be in, You know, where Ten Hag and Pace do not work?
0: There are a lot of unwanted attention that's also being happening. Uh, the, the club's ownership, the uh, takeover, players not being happy with the manager is something again, I don't know. Who's doing all that crap? Some players they unhappy. Some players unhappy with the tactics and all the other things. And uh, there is a fallout among some players. Is what we're hearing. I'm not sure. I mean, Sancho has been completely banished. Uh, the other thing is that injury ridden. And then we have I think Varan who's probably had a fight with them. I don't know something. He's not been picked over the last two games and he's been on the bench. I don't know whether he's lost his place. I don't know what's going on. So. Safe to say for United, right? Just forget United players for the next few weeks. Things may go either we will come to a situation wherein the club might be, you know, that partial takeover might happen by Jan, and things may improve post then or towards that. But simple to say, in terms of FPL, United players are completely to be ignored. Even if they score 100 goals in the next three games, don't get them. That's not going to happen. That's what I said. So just keep them aside. <laughs> Things are not going well. Uh,
1: you
0: know what's going uh, to happen.
1: I am interested in the Luton match, but you need to see something. right? I I keep telling myself I'm interested in United players, but it's very difficult to jump there because you've just not seen anything. And we have not seen anything right from the start of the season. It's not like the last few games you guys have been off. It's just the system has not worked a lot so far. right? And talking about, uh, uh, yeah, we'll move on to the next topic. We'll start with the first one. Yeah,
0: that's a big question. Uh, Should I take more take tickets to bring Haaland back for Bournemouth game f- for non-Haaland <laughs> uh,
1: Have you sold Haaland by any chance on your wildcard? No. I haven't. Oh. I, I do <laughs> <don't> not <know. laughs> Yeah, I didn't do that as well, but it still hurt me. I mean, I didn't captain him last week and it still hurt me. I, it feels so bad. Uh, the You feel good about the fact that you have more points on board, but at the same time, your rank keeps dropping. right? Uh, so it's very tricky. The only way you can be happy with Haaland is if you captain him. That's, that's the only way. Uh, but overall, I feel uh, this this might be the only week which which can be a mega hurt for fans, and it might not even happen. Uh, but this might be the only week which is definitely the you know, strongest probability for you know Haaland hurting you. And then he goes off to have at least a couple of you know, tougher matches. He has Chelsea away, he has, uh, okay. I think, Liverpool at home. Uh, Chelsea away, I'm not sure exactly what to accept, but I do think they'll have Thiago Silva on Haaland. Who should be able to keep Haaland quite a bit more? And then you have Van Dyke on Haaland again, these are two uh, players that I trust are perhaps one of the only defenders in the world apart from the Arsenal duo who can keep Haaland, uh, you know, quite right. So that's the reason uh, I think if you don't have uh, Haaland, you just have to take the pain, right? We hope both picks, for example, people who don't have Haaland ideally will have Nunes as one of the forwards this week. And you just hope that Nunez is somewhere closer to Haaland, right? Matches him points-wise. Points, uh, and uh, if you have Salah and Sun combo, again, looks good, right? So the possibilities that comes out from non-Haaland draft, we have seen that it's very good. And I, I don't think people who were without Haaland, they did not have a massive drop as such. More or less, they you know, they were expecting a high green. They went back to slight amber or something like that. So... Stay, stay put. See out another three weeks, and then I, I think all of you guys will have to bring Highland again.
0: Yeah, I mean, it it makes sense because as a manager, you made a decision not to go without Highland for a reason, right? So you, you need to back your process, there, your thought process. You can't just give up in just a week. So yeah, we've obviously seen the fixture run out and know, postponed Bournemouth game they play. I think uh, as we saw, like Chelsea, Liverpool, and Spurs, right? I mean. Yeah, so if, I think you, uh, there will be a situation where managers might have Alvarez instead of Haaland, so you can just hope yeah. that somehow he manages to cover for Haaland,
1: in the, especially in the game. Yeah, there are plenty of Foden backers now, you know, he scored, he, he played really well against United, All right, so there are people who are saying, hey, we have Alvarez, I think a lot of people kept Alvarez while selling Holland. you know, just to have that city attack and now they can double up with ford and, uh, i think that's a good solution where you're hoping to get lucky i mean you may or may not but you're hoping to get lucky uh, which should which can cover city attack for you yes we we'll go
0: to the next one is emblem now of must have paid for the long term
1: this it's difficult to say no i was looking at all the tweets and i just you know take out that tweet i saw from uh, Nighthawk FPL, uh, and uh, he just tweeted a uh, overall you know summary of first and game weeks non penalty stats, uh, and Mumbo is top four uh, for non penalty XG. He's with 0.48 XG. Sun is 0.49, so it's, and uh, Watkins is 0.51. So he's not falling far behind. He's slightly behind Sun in terms of XG. Non pen, and when you look at non uh, non pen uh, XCI as well. Yeah, non pen XCI and uh, Mbuomo is uh, top four, top five in both non pen XCI as well XCI. So while he is on pen, so that helps, but his non pen metrics looks really solid, and I feel like it's a season where you know most of us are flirting with three four three or three five two, and if you are on a three five two, I would say the two players, and especially if you have Holland, you just have to have two cheaper alternatives, right? So Bowen and Mbomo for me are looking like either either one of them you need to have. They are like the talisman of the teams uh, who are scoring. And Mbomo actually has the higher you know metrics while he's uh, cheaper. He's a million cheaper or point seven million cheaper compared to uh, Bowen. So I would I will fall short of the must have. Tag, but I still feel he's a good player for you to have. He's like a glue player for you to have and keep and forget, and hope that he keeps returning every two three game weeks so that you can focus on your rest of the team and rest of the structure. Right now, you are unmuted. It's okay. Yeah,
0: again, it has didn't unmute me for a weird reason. So yeah, uh, we are we are having a lot of issues today <laughs> to say the least. But I did get rid of Engelgub and I got it, so uh, it's fine. I got in Mitoma to cover and it looks like it's not going the right way for me at some point. Uh, uh, fixes are still there, but yeah, as you said, I think Engelgub for that particular price bracket and what he's shown so far is like a season keeper more or less for that spot.
1: Yeah, and, and uh, Mitoma, yeah. I remember, I think last season we were talking about, right? and. Uh, He's your Mr. Consistent. He'll give you six pointer, seven pointer, eight pointer. He's not really a high ceiling, you know, twenty-pointer, fifteen pointer guy. MboMo just you know turns out to be that. Because Brighton find other avenues to score. Anyone can score in that system. Uh, Brentford are just so reliant on mbomo for chance creation, for you know goal creating actions, for short creating actions. It just goes via mbomo So it makes sense to at some point and find a way to I, mean, I think I will do as well.
0: Next, we have our Christopher's defenders worth considering the upcoming run of favorite fixtures. Yes, they are worth considering. And we did discuss this, I think, in our last previous stream, and we came to a conclusion that to say the least, Anderson is is expensive, but he's the ideal. But for price, it is Mark K. who's ideally the best option for I think he's 4.6 now. So value-wise, he's better i think anderson is 5.1 it? he yeah, think think might go to 5.1 you might go to 5.1 uh so uh, it's up to it's, it's just purely because of anderson's uh, ability to uh in set pieces and obviously passing uh, so your chances of uh assists could be there but other than that if you're just looking at for someone to give you clean sheets uh, for a good price i think mark here for is like best
1: option. Makes sense. Uh, Again, a team that we generally overlook, but I think even in defense, now we have to start looking at teams like this, who are mid priced players, who have mid priced assets and who are doing fairly well from a defensive point of view, completely overlooked Crystal Palace so far, but someone that I would like to see, which is the next favorable run and bring them in. So,
0: uh. Next, we have just. <laughs> it's a very good question. Can you afford not to have Salah in our team? This is Leon. I'm pretty much, uh, I don't. Know, I think Leon might have got Salah in last week. So, <laughs> can we not can you afford not to have Salah in, her team in the next few weeks, or can Darwin or someone like cover for him? Um,
1: I like. I think it's similar to the Haaland question, right? So, where either you have that premium, or you want to, you know, have a couple of players to try and match it. Uh, Nunez is a very good shout, and mostly from a metrics point of view, he always matches Salah. Non, you know, per 90. But the fact is, he rarely plays 90 minutes, and he has those odd benching uh, for you. So Salah looks like a no brainer for me because he keeps on giving points. I don't know how he's finding ways to score. You know, last week it felt like Turner had Salah captain, that right? he just let that ball go for Salah to score. So he's getting lucky ways to score, lucky penalties, etc. But at the end of the day, he's Salah, and uh, he has that gravitas around him, and he will always, you know, be an option for rest of his uh, teammates to try and provide to score. Right? I think Nunes is the closest we can to try and cover Salah, but uh, the the fact is that I think Liverpool are second highest now, highest or second highest when it comes to you know most of the attacking metrics, and it just makes sense to have two. I would try and find a ways to get two you know, including Salah rather than excluding Salah. Yes,
0: I agree. I think Munez cannot power Salah, but having both is better to attack over the next two weeks. But uh, I think the, we, we have a lot of managers who are, who are on double, but the, the no-Salah team is very less at the moment, less number of managers. So, uh, that means everything we done with this. We'll look at the next one Without Wellback and March, who are the what are the best writing place to consider for attack units with upcoming good fixtures? I have Mitoma, and I hope that over the next few weeks he gets something. But uh, I think we, last week, I think there was a lot of talk around Adi uh as an, another option. Which I think it's priced five. And uh, I, I would say maybe Evan Ferguson is a good shout. Yeah. I think he's a third forward. Uh, so if you play three four three and you have. want to
1: get someone for, Ferguson would be a good option for six. Yeah, uh, Ferguson is a very good shout. It's just that you know he will have his minutes managed somehow. But Wellbeck not being there means that you have the possibility of, you know, uh, Ferguson uh, playing a lot more minutes than he generally does. He and he's at six million. So that is there. Uh, but the fixtures are there. You know, Everton away, Seyfeld home, Nottingham uh, first away. You know, there's a hall somewhere. Alright, he's just another player who you need to keep playing. The day he starts, you know, he you get a eight point to ten point kind of uh, thing. Yes.
0: Okay, next is a uh, very good question. We've been seeing this so, over the last few weeks also that calvert is back. He slowly started to get in with the team, playing. I mean, his minutes were managed initially, and then he he was starting to score. So is him also someone who is worth looking? at maybe some when getting around in you know, a few weeks time. Well, I think Everton now starting to side got and through him. I think he's, he scored a goal against uh, the on game week then and before he scored in game week seven against Luton and then in game week six against Brentford. So, and he's been playing around 60 odd minutes for the last four weeks or so. So what do you think?
1: Definitely an opposite. I think it can be. Uh, i mean you just have to take that punt, right it's, it's it's just a matter of where you are going Are you're going your second forward or third forward uh right so if you have that extra slot he, and surprisingly everton attacking metrics have been really good this this season they, have, they are just not converting it so slowly and slowly and this will be a very interesting week because i remember last time everton went away and they had that 5-1 victory against Brighton you know <laughs> almost uh, yeah. know.
0: unexpected
1: it came out of I, like Dwight, i think i had 20 plus at 21. so it'll be interesting this time it's home for them and they are attacking well uh they're looking slowly and slowly a bit more settled as a unit so yes so uh let's look at
0: the next few things that we have unfortunately we don't have leon yeah. Uh, to talk about Newcastle and Botman, so Botman might be out long term. This is what he has written. We've asked him to write this. He said it's out long term. Who are the budget defenders we should consider? I think I'm going to straight away go to Crystal Palace. I think if you have Botman, yeah, he just comes in straight swap at that price bracket. I think then you will have probably Simicas, uh, and then the next interesting player is the next question about Gabriel Bakhala, right?
1: I mean, he's somewhere pretty much close to that price bracket. But he got benched last week, right? So that's the, tough part. that's the tough part. I had three Arsenal players and two were uh, benched. So <laughs> it's a <laughs> bit difficult, but I do think he's he was rested because he was playing quite a bit. Uh, Newcastle, I do expect him to start. And then we have Balin. So it will be interesting to see what uh, Arteta does, whether he plays him or benches him. So, in terms of botman, who do you think would be the best uh, replacement? Um, I think Palace makes sense. Right? They do have decent fixtures as well, long term. Palace makes sense, right? Uh, the, the people who are talking about Maguire now because United fixtures do turn it's very difficult to. Torn. Right? Very don't, difficult to there. You don't just... know Ten Hag what he's doing uh, in terms of squad selection because last week he said he selected. uh, Maguire because he wanted him as a RCB to avoid press to help him, them navigate press better else Varan might come in with their loss so very difficult to go there. I think Palace and Newcastle and Arsenal these are good. When they give you cheaper assets, just pick it up uh, for example. I think after this you also you can go for burn as well. Right? So these are good players to have and just keep and forget. Don't play around a lot with defence. I have done that and I really regret really it. <laughs>
0: And uh, what do you think about Mahrez? Like, uh, why was he was he
1: benched for a tactical reason last week, or is it a rest? It was purely a rest, uh, from what we understood. Because even in this pre- pre-season uh, pre-game uh, week press, uh, I think Arteta has touched, touched upon the fact that there were some players who had played a lot more, and he's finding out ways to rest them. And uh, and Gabriel had been doing that. He had been playing back uh, back uh, non-stop for us. In both premier league as well as the cup matches so saliba had got i think one rest and uh, so i think he decided to do that to gabriel so the word from the club so far is it's a rest so we just have to go with it if you have not bought him this is not the week to buy him right so you can just wait out another week and see how the news is but if you have him i don't think he's a sell yet just I, i know it hurts especially for people who bought him last week and uh, when they <laughs> had him game week one, right? So there are so many memories, but just see it out. Take the pain long term, I think he's good. He gives you good points and he's 4.6 of open sir. I think he's worth it. I think he's gone up to 4.8 if I'm not wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he had a price rise just after game week.
0: Okay, here's the last dilemma. Very interesting one. Should Arch or keeps human son and medicine as a picture student tricky for me, the answer is straight away you can sell one of them, I would be more inclined to sell Madison and not Son, because Son is like purely their talisman, the best guy to go on from Spurs. I have Madison and I unfortunately don't have enough money to get in the Sun, so I'm just hoping that I somehow scrape it with Madison and let's get the opportunity to get in Son. But if you have two of these players,
1: I think Son is like, the, he's like a season keeper. Seems like that, yeah. I don't have Sun yet, and I feel like, hey, what, what did I do? Why did I sell him at some point of time? But um, I would say, if you're chasing it, it might also be interesting just to keep both of them, right? Because the the door just keeps on working, right? And we are just trying to find other alternatives. And as and when you see the fixtures turning, right, most of the masses they'll keep moving on to the new fixtures, right? And you might be the one with the differential having Sun and Madison combo. Uh, so it may, it might make, sense. So for example, last week I sold Madison for Saka and both of them gave six points. I had a hit, uh, you know, for no reason at all. So it, it might make sense for you to keep them both. Uh, but yeah, at least one makes sense and Sun is definitely the best asset. Yes. an
0: one. <laughs> we'll call to the next, <laughs> some captaincy options, which I think should be laughing instead of reading at this. Obviously the no brainer option is erling Island. and uh if you want to go against him, then you go for Salah and then you have Mod Kings. Then last but not the reset Captain him son because he knows how to score. Okay, what I think I'm all alone at this point. <laughs> and so back. I was just talking and you all, all of a sudden you left. I was like, oh my god. Anyways. What do you think of this captain? I think it's a, no, it's a no-brainer week,
1: right? To have Holland, you just Captain Haaland, right? It just doesn't make sense to go anywhere else. But if you don't have him, I think you can go Salah as well. He's got a decent fixture. And you hope that he matches or comes close to matching Uh, uh, uh Who do uh, Villa play this week? How do you first So that? Villa play, they play Forest away. I, I won't, Captain. Uh, what, I feel like Forest can keep things really, you know, stuck really deep they can sit back whenever they want to do and they make things a bit more difficult for you so, he, he, i think sun is a decent asset uh, he can give you double digits like 8 pointer to 10 pointer so one of these three but if you have haland i will just not overthink i'll go haland circular and i think uh, what about let's say alvarez and we have
0: darwin as like the cheaper options from these two, two sides
1: Nunes, if he's starting, I think it's worth the worth South Luton. Uh, it's very risky. Alvarez, I'm comfortable because I know he'll be he'll get involved somewhere. I'm more comfortable Alvarez to be honest than Nunez. I know Nunez is much more explosive, but you never know what he went from that guy. He might miss his five big chances. He might get subbed off early. He might come off the bench. Yet. So many things uh, can come out. Some So many combinations can happen with him. So very difficult to captain. Having him is differential enough for me. that, that is, uh, one, is of, enough.
0: one of the good advantages that I, I saw last week, in this, especially in Manchester, was how good Alvarez was through set-pieces. So his set-piece ability is also very good. So uh, that's also a very added advantage. Uh, and, uh, I was very surprised to see how good he was.
1: Yeah, he scored a few weeks back. Uh, and he's taking corners, he's taking free kicks more and more. So uh, he looks like a good, you know, certain forget guy. The people who have him, told him last week for Watkins. I mean, it's okay. I, I'm given the form that Watkins is, you just don't, you cannot do anything else. But if you have him, he's a decent captaincy party. You, you might come out as a very strong winner, a better everyone else. Let's
0: see. We'll look at our teams to see if we end up as winners or not. So. Okay, and let me go to your team there at the moment. Uh, yes. So this is your first team at the moment. And what have I seen? Are you really going to go through it
1: uh See, my rank is down in the plummets. Uh, I just don't see any reason not to you know, try and recover the rank as fast as possible. This looks like a good fixture. I think home fixtures are the fixtures that you can ideally go for. You know, something like this. Uh, at the moment I'm there. I, I just want to get it done with, to be honest. I just want to, you know, get it close with. And this feels like a good week to do it. Uh, Logical out. It's not illogical for sure. Obviously double game weeks are much more, uh, you know, are less riskier. But I'm just hoping something works and uh, I'm done with the chip as well. Who right? you knows the final scores like a 10-12 pointer
0: good enough and you will catch up with me in the heat so <laughs> we just narrowly separated that's all it is and
1: uh so you, you you've made any transfer you're gonna make no transfers yet and ideally i don't think i'll make transfers. i'll save it i know it's very i have two arsenal attackers one newcastle defender one arsenal defender i don't know what will happen from that week but uh, i'm just playing it out i have archer against fools I really you I know in my mind I want to play that but I don't know which guy to take up so perhaps I'll just uh you know bench him and see things happen. okay
0: I have an interesting dilemma which I'll throw it to you when we go to my team so this is my team at the moment I have two free transfers and I have to use one I don't know what to do at this point
1: <laughs> yeah you have medicine, right? So, I don't think you can move out of. Uh, I'm not. To I'm definitely
0: not looking to get rid of medicine. I have nothing in the bank. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm going to keep medicine for me. Medicine is uh, yeah. The only probable transfer
1: thing. which looks you know possible if you want to use one is perhaps you know you final sell Turner, right? That might be the only one, but you don't have any money in the bank, so you cannot go anywhere else. Uh, what is Turner's cost now?
0: Turner
1: should be 4.1. So you can take some, get some money out by just moving him to uh, a 3.9 or 3.8 million goalkeeper. I don't know what's the price now. We'll see. It's just a move which will help you save some money. That's the only thing I, I think you can do. Right? Because Turner again is looking dicier and dicier. And at some point of time, I think he'll be best we'll see that time
0: <laughs> i don't know uh because it's because i played the wild card in game week nine and uh, it's just that's why this team looks this way and i have taylor playing if you notice so I have Ariola, cash simicas charlie taylor playing but you play know.
1: burn uh, burns right
0: eventually I, I i'll end up playing but just to make like the feature look good <laughs> that's what i put yeah, but it will turn the other way i know but yeah, Powan is someone I, I really want. I'm expecting some amount of returns over the next few weeks
1: at least. Yesterday uh, he had a goal and assist against uh, Arsenal in the Carabao. So he's there. Um, oh, he might have blanks, but he'll also give you weeks of good points. You just have to go through it. You go through the period. Yeah. Okay, I think
0: uh, we are done. <laughs> this is a picture taken, and we, we go back to our back. I think let us change our camera views now. I'm just going to remove the screen for now. Let's see whether this works. Okay, this is not enabling. So, yeah, I think uh, that brings us to the end of this episode 22 of the Game Navigators. Yeah, we had a very, uh, a bit late stream as well, and uh. Technical issues, redundant stream, a lot of disconnections in between, but some of them managed to complete it. And uh, those who listen to us on other platforms uh, will drop us any rating or so to help us out. Those who are watching it on YouTube, don't drop us a like and subscribe.
1: I think, again, as usual, we
0: will be back for gaming. 11 deadlines. We will and uh, we'll see what happens towards the deadline. As we near it, we get any news or so. That might change the course of events, but I don't think so. But let's see what happens.
1: All the best. Okay. So
0: cool, that's it. We're done for this episode. We'll see you next week.